the weather is finally getting warmer. And if you're like me, you might be looking for ways to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Enter Quince. I have been a lover of Quince for years. I have trusted them to have me looking effortlessly chic year after year. This spring and summer, I am obsessed with their European linen line. I am going to be living in their tank tops and linen pants all spring and summer. Whether it's blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, whatever you're looking for, Quince has got it. And the best part, all Quince items are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash BGB for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash BGB to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash BGB. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk to you about how to opt out of obligation. And we're going to talk about what obligation is as a concept, how that is different from generosity. A previous episode, I talked about opting into generosity. And then what areas of your life can you begin to look at where you may be engaging in things because of obligation versus generosity? So first things first, what is an obligation or obligation? And to me, this is not going to be the dictionary definition of what obligation is, but just kind of what I think about obligation to be, which is this forced feeling of having to do something, whether it's engage with someone and spend time with them or do a task for somebody or do a job. I mean, you can have all kinds of obligations. Obligations are, I think to myself, the difference between the obligation to pay my bills versus the joy with which I will go and buy myself a new perfume. And the difference is the feeling behind it. I am obligated to pay my bills. It's not something I enjoy doing, But it's something I'm obligated to do because if I don't want to be homeless and I want to have heat or air conditioning or whatever the thing is, I have to pay for that. It's an obligation. But the energy is very different than when I want to treat myself to like a perfume or, you know, a piece of jewelry for me in my case, or I love travel or good food. I don't feel obligated to pay my bill when I go to a great restaurant. I am fine with that relationship because they gave me a great meal and I'm paying my my bill for it happily. 
something I'm choosing to do. An obligation feels like something you're forced to do or you have to do. It's not up to me to decide if I want to pay my rent. I have to pay my rent if I want to continue living in my place or my mortgage if I want to continue living in my home. And so that's how I define an obligation. And so you could see why I'm starting today's episode by talking about why we should opt out of obligations. I think in so many of our lives, there are places where we feel forced to do a thing, be a thing, act a certain way, engage with certain people. There are many areas of our lives where we feel forced. And I think about the burden of feeling obligated or feeling forced to do something, be someone, go somewhere. And it is hand in hand with staying in the struggle and opting into struggle. Because the more obligated you feel, the more forced you feel walking through your life, the more likely you are going to feel stuck, resentful, all the things that struggle bring in your life. And yet, historically, as Black women, we are in a world that feels like it's one obligation after another. As a Black woman, I can tell you that I often feel like I'm obligated to be a certain type of Black woman. And then I feel sometimes constricted by that. It has been a lot of unlearning and redefining what Blackness is for me. And I'm still on that journey. But I have felt obligated and forced in some ways to be a certain kind of woman, to look a certain kind of way, and then reverse that look of looking a, some kind of way. I feel like we're in a world now, this is just a side example where our hair says so much about us. And there was an obligation to have our hair straightened chemically and to look a certain way. And now it feels like there's a new revolution and a new obligation to have our hair natural and celebrate our natural curls. And I don't know that either one is completely wrong. It's only your feeling toward it. It's when you feel obligated that it becomes a struggle. And so there has been kind of internal pressures. That's an example of sometimes an internal pressure to define what Blackness is. But then there are so many external outside pressures about how we're meant to live our life. What defines success? The obligation to have a job that you could proudly tell people. And there's only certain kind of jobs that you could proudly tell someone you're doing. The obligation to make a certain amount of money, to have a certain kind of aesthetic. And I don't just mean in your physical body, but like you can only buy these brands because these brands are status symbols of success. How many of us are trapped financially into feeling obligated to live a certain way, look a certain way, be in a certain location, have a certain kind of label on our physical outerwear or our cars or our furniture to then show to people that we have value? And that is where the danger lies. We are not looking to feel obligated, but we want to exists in a world of generosity. If you haven't, go back and listen to the episode that I I already recorded that said opt into generosity. I redefine generosity and I talk about the spirit or the energy and the attitude you bring to generosity and how that's very different than a lot of the things that we're mistaking for generosity. So I already covered that. So check that episode out. But today I want to talk about how generosity is different from obligation. 
Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Black representation in media really is everything. It is the jumping point in which people can see who they could be. If it wasn't for prominent voices like an Oprah Winfrey on my television screen, I would have never thought to pursue podcasting. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, you need to look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. It explores distinct, varied, and most importantly, nuanced Black perspectives. And you're going to hear stories about joy and resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. Black perspectives haven't always been centered when we're talking about the story of America, but now we are the story. Turn on NPR today and hear the wide range of voices that are as varied and Black as the country we reflect. A story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is nothing inherently wrong with how you look, how you style your hair, what car you drive, where you live, what labels, if you like a certain kind of value or luxury brand, anything. That is not what makes it an obligation. It is the energy and the attitude and the spirit with which you engage with these things. If I decide that I really like a brand, a premium brand of clothing, And I want to then spend my money having this premium brand of clothing. That is generosity with myself. If I decide I want to eat at the best restaurants, that is generosity with myself. Obligation is when the real desire to do those things isn't within me. It's from outside of me. It is somebody else telling me that that is what means you are successful. Another area where obligation shows up is not just in like the finances and our outward appearance, but here's a tough one with family and friends. There has been a lot of unlearning, and I mean unlearning via therapy, unlearning via journaling, unlearning via therapy again, and swinging back to my journal over years about letting go of obligation to particularly friends and family. Because the truth is we don't really owe anyone anything. And that can be an uncomfortable thing to say out loud. So I will say it again. The truth is we don't owe anyone anything. 
what we owe ourselves in the world is to show up as our best. And our best had better be somebody who is kind and open and generous. That is the best version of ourselves. But we are not obligated to anyone. And so that can be really tricky when we're talking about our interpersonal relationships. Interpersonally, nobody can grab our hearts and make us feel forced like our family and our friends and our partners can. And it comes from mistaking generosity from obligation. There are things in my life that I have felt obligated to do. And because they felt like an obligation, there was so much struggle around it. I had resentment. I had imbalanced interpersonal relationships with people. I've talked about that before, how I'm really on a path to opting into reciprocity. And as a result of these imbalanced relationships, I felt annoyed and angry. I didn't like myself. If I felt obligated to do a thing with someone or show up for someone or do a task for another person, my whole energy doing that task was not great. It was funky. I would be resentful. Or I talked about the opposite of generosity and that sometimes you will mistake self-righteousness for generosity. I liked imbalanced relationships with people because And this is an awkward thing to admit out loud. It made me feel good. Like I felt like, oh, I'm in this position on high. So therefore, I'm such a great person. Look at me being so good to somebody else who's in need. And none of that ultimately made me feel good. So my question for you when it comes to the very touchy subject of family and friends and partnership and trust me, as I ask this question, I ask it of myself and I work toward it with myself as well, coming up with an answer that feels good, is how much of what we are doing for the people we love, obligation or generosity. And if it is obligation that you're picking, I will challenge you to think about where are the boundaries not clear or healthy. It has made a world of difference for myself when I have thought about what's an obligation and what's generosity. I now know for the majority of the things I do, and I want to be clear, not all, I'm on the journey to opting out of struggle with the rest of y'all. I do it out of generosity. I think about my parents, for example, and what they have sacrificed for me to be who I am, what kind of people they are at their very core, and how much they loved me growing up. I'm very fortunate. I never had to question if my parents loved me. It doesn't mean my life was perfect or my childhood wasn't perf- was perfect, but I never questioned if I was loved. And it's that love, that unshakable, unmistakable love that has made me the successful human I am. And so when I go to buy something or do something for my parents, I would say eight to nine out of 10 times, it feels good to me. It feels generous. I'm excited if it's a present or if I'm helping them with something. If it was for myself, I would be bent out of shape maybe or annoyed or dragging my feet to do it. For them, I do it with the spirit of generosity. I am happy to do it because of what my family has done for me and what my parents have done for me. 
Now, when I spend time with my friends, I stop saying yes to everything, every event. Remember, I'm an extroverted introvert, so I need a lot of alone time. And I've told people before, me and me is a vibe. I love my alone time. And instead of feeling obligated to say yes to every social event or say yes to everything a friend wanted of me, I now say yes and I am excited to see on the calendar, oh, I have dinner plans here. Oh, I'm going to a concert. Oh, I get to connect with this person I haven't spoken to in a while. I show up excited. I am thinking about what I'm going to wear. I'm texting them like I'm so excited to see you. I have tried as best I can to opt out of obligations. I do it also in my professional life. One of the most empowering things about my life right now is that I work the way I want to work. I work with the people I want to work with. I've worked really hard, again, not perfect, but working really hard toward not feeling obligated to do any kind of work for compensation. No, no, I'm excited uh, to work on the projects I work on. And I love the people I work with. I no longer do things out of obligation. I remember how I would shrink myself and cringe through meetings and conversations with people who weren't ultimately respectful or valued me. I don't do that anymore. And so when I show up and do a little extra for a client, it's out of a spirit of generosity because I feel good. I'm excited. And so my challenge for you today is to think about what areas of your life do you feel obligated in and what areas of your life can you feel generous toward? And maybe there are places, particularly with the people in your life, the loved ones you have, where you are doing a lot of things out of obligation. And that's okay. We're all working on it. But then my challenge is to you where you see that. Think about what boundary you are not setting and think about what you would love to do for person X. So you determine an area or a place where you are not having a generous spirit, you feel obligated. So the next question is, what is the thing I would do generously, excitedly, with joy? And write those things down and then work toward doing more of those things. You don't owe anyone anything, but you do want to live your life with joy. And part of that joy is generosity, is caring and taking care of others as well as yourself. So work on finding ways to opt out of obligation and cultivate more joy in your life. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. 
your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.